Welcome to Pretty Is As Pretty Does podcast, and I'm your host, Sammy Snow. I am a registered nurse, weight loss influencer, aspiring mindset coach, and recovered binge eater. Hello, pretties. Welcome back to another episode. We are through the holiday season, which means that we're about to bring in the new year. And I would like to take a moment and thank you for all of your support in 2023. Sometimes I still can't even believe that I started this podcast and shared my story about binge eating and how I was able to overcome that. And my goal is that I want to help other women to heal their relationship with food. But more importantly, I want to inspire women to take the best care of themselves, to show up and be their most confident self. So in addition to healing their relationship with food, I want to help women heal their relationship with their mind and body. So it would mean the most to me if you have been positively impacted by this podcast to take a moment and leave a rating and review. This helps me reach the women who needs to hear these messages the most. (laughs) Today's episode is going to be much different than the bits and pieces that I've shared with you about my disordered eating in the podcast previous to this. Today, I'm going to go in depth about what was going on in my life that I was susceptible to gaining 50 pounds in the matter of weeks. And this was like less than two months period. So do you know how much food you have to eat in order to gain 50 pounds in less than two months? (sighs) I can't even begin to describe like what an out-of-body experience that was for me. It wasn't until I looked up in the mirror and said, oh my God, I don't even recognize myself. I couldn't believe that I had allowed myself to binge eat into oblivion where I was like the true form of gluttony. It was disgusting to me how much I was eating and I had no control. So as a woman who's really strong, independent, kind of an alpha female, not kind of, very much so an alpha female, big Taurus energy. <laughs> but how it it's still like amazing to me how I became susceptible to binge eating. What was going on in my life that I was no longer emotionally eating, but I was full-fledged, no shame binge eating. You know, I say that I I had no shame, but the truth is, is I was shameful every time that I put food in my mouth. I felt guilty every time I went to go eat more. And as much as like I didn't want to, I did anyway. And that out of body experience is seriously so incredibly powerful. I still can't even believe that that is something that I succumbed to. So with that being said, I just want to share a little bit of background before I get into my relationship that I was in at the time. Leaving Chicago was a very big deal for me. I left Chicago and I was going to travel nurse for the foreseeable future. I established roots in Tennessee with my parents and I came to Dallas as my first travel assignment and this changed the game for me. I came to a hospital here that was really amazing. My contracts were amazing. I kept renewing my contracts and then I ended up meeting a guy here in Dallas. He was also amazing. He treated me very well for the most part. But there were things in our relationship when times got hard, I no longer felt emotionally safe. And as much as he is and was an incredible guy, there were times that when things got hard, it was 
Ooh. It was hard for him to communicate and be able to do that in an effective way where we could problem solve together. Instead, his way of dealing with things was to fly off the handles. So I felt like I was walking on eggshells for a lot of our relationship. So either way, I know that I felt like I was walking on eggshells because I wasn't sure when I was going to do something that was going to upset him. So for someone who is so in control of myself and for as independent as I am and for as much as I take care of myself, I found myself to be in this relationship where I was looking for his validation. And anyone is susceptible to this when they're not giving themselves the validation that they need. Also, as a nurse, it's so in my nature to take care of everyone else around me before I have an opportunity to take care of myself. And this was a big mindset shift that I have to make in 2022 and entering 2023. And I said, I have to take care of myself first. Because what happened in my last relationship is I was so busy and focused on making sure I was pleasing him and I was getting the validation from him that I neglected my own needs. And without even realizing it, I I was eating. (laughs) He and I would find any reason to celebrate. He would take me to the best steakhouses here in Dallas. We have made so many memories, beautiful memories at different locations, enjoying some fine dining. And, you know, that's probably one of my favorite parts of our relationship. Not that we were whining and dining, but I got to get dressed up. I got to look really good and handsome or lovely for my man. And that always made me feel really good and incredible. When we weren't at steakhouses, we were fighting over <laughs> chicken Alfredo and the large size pizookies at BJ's Brewhouse. And that became a staple for us. We probably had BJ's Brewhouse like two to three times a week. Not only were we regulars there, but we <laughs> would literally fight over the pizookies. We could not share. And I don't know why I was like in this competition with him that I had to have my own pizookie that I was not going to share that I had to finish my plates like (laughs) what is wrong with me slowly but surely I started gaining some weight throughout our relationship and he started to lose some. So as I'm gaining and feeling more insecure in my body, he was losing weight and feeling more confident in his. And there was a point in our relationship when I moved in with him. And as a strong, independent female who's always taking care of myself, moving into his space just creates a dynamic that was kind of um, offsetting in powers. And that really hurt my ego because this place was something that I would not have been able to afford on myself. Like I would not be able to afford myself. But moving in with him into a place that I didn't think I could, maybe I didn't think I was worthy enough on my own, kind of continued to play into this trick in my mind that I wasn't meant to be there. So what does someone who has chronically emotionally eaten their entire life as a way to cope with their emotions, what do they do when they start to get emotional? And (laughs) you can probably guess it. You're right. I I ate. I kept eating my feelings. And it wasn't until I learned that food is not the problem. It was me and my relationship with food that was the problem. And I looked in the mirror one day and I felt out of shape, out of breath. I looked in the mirror and I felt completely bloated. I didn't even recognize who I was in them anymore. I was eating in secret. I was eating a dinner before I made dinner when he got home and I would have two dinners, not because I was hungry, but because I was emotionally eating. (sighs) 
it was really hard for me to become the woman who was insecure, who was out of control with her relationship with food. I didn't think I'd be in a position now where I'm experiencing food freedom. This is the first time in my life that I'm not on a diet. And I haven't been for the last year and a half. I thought I was going to be spending the rest of my life in this battle between binging and restricting, yo-yo dieting, all or nothing thinking around my relationship with food. I cannot tell you how incredible it is to be on the other side of that. I have decided that instead of dieting, I'm going to heal my relationship with food instead. Because the only thing that diets proved to me is that every time that I say I'm going to restrict from my diet, the only thing that it did was send me into the opposite. I would only eat more more because I felt like I had to restrict everything come Monday. Because when I start my new diet on Monday, I have to give up all of my favorite foods, including carbs, because I know that I have to lose weight and I'm going to do it this year and I'm going to go to extremes to do it. And every time I did that, I was only sabotaging my progress. So it wasn't until I have reached rock bottom. I hated my body. I hated looking at myself in the mirror. I tried to hide my stomach. I tried to hide all of my fat. I kept covering myself up. I was hiding from the world. And I decided I was going to heal my relationship. I decided that I was going to become the woman that I've always wanted to be. I was going to be the woman who takes care of herself, who shows up and respects her body and who's going to heal her relationship with food. So how did I do that? You know, it's like so easier said than done. I knew that I did not want to diet again. I wanted to build the lifestyle that felt good and sustainable that I would also enjoy along the way where I could have food and Christmas dinner without feeling guilty or shameful. I didn't want to be judged for my relationship with food no longer. And that is when I decided I am going to make food ordinary. I'm going to take the power that food has over me away. I was tired of having urges and I was tired of giving into those urges. Every time I had an urge to binge eat, I was eating and then I was eating more. I was tired. I was tired of giving into my urges. And it's not easy when you're a binge eater and you're at the peak of binge eating. You look up, you don't recognize yourself in the mirror. You are just fed up with how you've been abusing your body. And the very first thing that I had to do in order to heal my relationship with food was to forgive myself for all of it for all of the abuse, all of the binges, all of the overeating, the emotional eating, I had to forgive myself. And I'm going to encourage you to forgive yourself too. I know that if you're listening to this podcast, it's likely because you suffer from disordered eating of some, in some way, likely binge eating or emotional eating. And I want you to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself yourself the way that you would forgive your best friend or your families or your loved ones. Forgive yourself and give yourself grace for where you're at today. Another thing that I did that was very pivotal was I hired a coach to help me recover from binge eating. Someone who had been through this before. Her name is Jessica. She's honestly amazing. Her content is so fire, but her masterclasses are powerful. 
I want to be a Jessica for you. I want to be the coach that gets you over your relationship with food and helps you to create that the idea that food is ordinary and that you can live a balanced lifestyle that is sustainable, where you enjoy food and you enjoy making memories with your loved ones around food. That's what we do. We gather together Thanksgiving and Christmas and girls night and etc. We eat, right? I want you to learn the balanced lifestyle 80-20 rule that I live by where 80% of the time food is very ordinary and then 20% of the time I am enjoying it to the fullest with my family, loved ones making memories. Not to the fullest that I can stuff myself, to the fullest in savoring those moments enjoying the foods that I don't eat in my ordinary meal plan. It became part of my practice every day to ask myself, am I doing the best that I can? This was a time for me to take accountability if I was not, or a time to celebrate if I was taking care of myself and showing up for myself the way that I promised myself I would. And I do want to take a moment to say that your best is going to look different every single day. Because if you're sick, today, you're probably not going to go spend an hour in the gym taking care of your and moving your body. You're probably not going to be meal prepping. You're probably not going to be doing the most that your ordinary schedule would allow for. So when you're sick, your best is going to look different. So sometimes you have obligations and you know that you're going to have a jam-packed holiday season, but you do your best by making sure that you're getting your steps in. I would check in with myself every single day and I would say, and it's a practice I still do to this day to help myself hold me accountable? Am I doing the best that I can? If the answer is yes, which nowadays it's almost super consistent in being yes, but am I doing the best that I can? Yes, I am showing up. I'm being consistent. I'm taking action every single day. I'm implementing these tools. I'm no longer giving into binge urges. This is a year and a half later. I am still checking in with myself and I'm still celebrating the fact that I am binge free. That's such an incredible feeling to experience food freedom. I want that for you too. And every time that I showed up and I was doing the best that I could and I I was saying, yes, I am taking care of myself. It was just a reminder to keep putting in the work and trusting the process. This is a slow, gradual process. This did not happen overnight for me. I struggled with my relationship with food for the first 30 plus years of my life. And it's really not until the last almost two years, year and a half, two years, that I am understanding how to heal my relationship with food, how to overcome binge eating, and how to overcome those very powerful binge urges that tell me to go eat more. I want that for you too. And if I can do this, trust me, you can too. But there were days in my journey when I was first starting, I would ask myself if I'm doing the best that I can and I wasn't. Ooh, the shame and guilt. You probably know this feeling if you're listening to this podcast. But this was an opportunity for me to be honest with myself and say I'm not doing my best. I know I shouldn't be giving into my binge urges, but it's so easy at the end of the day when I'm so stressed out. It's just I've been good all day and you know what? I deserve to eat the rest of these cookies in the fridge. <sighs> 
I wanted to stop binge eating, but I would relapse. This was the time that I would give myself some tough love, not by shaming myself, but this was the time that I realigned my priorities that healing my relationship with food was more important to me than dieting. I didn't want to diet anymore. I didn't want to restrict. I didn't want to self-sabotage. I didn't want to spiral into all or nothing thinking. I no longer wanted to yo-yo diet where I was binging and restricting. I wanted balance. So I'm checking in with myself every single day and I'm asking, am I doing the best that I can? I want you to do the same because once you have your first binge free day and you check in with yourself and you said, yes, I'm taking action. I'm not giving into my binge urges. You start trusting the process a little bit more and soon your binge free days start turning into a binge free week and weeks And those weeks turn into binge-free months. And now I look up a year and a half later and I have not given into my binge urges. I have recognized them and I have honored my hunger and I have moved on. I have not experienced binge eating in over a year and a half. Gosh, it feels so good to achieve food freedom where food is just food. I went home for Christmas and I had the most amazing meal without shame or guilt. That's the second Christmas where I have experienced Experience this food freedom and I have healed my relationship with food and I've been able to enjoy the amazing foods that my dad cooks every time I'm home for Christmas or every time I'm home in general and I get to enjoy those without feeling guilty because I know that my habits my ordinary habits 80% of the time I'm going to jump right back in and get back to but I'm going to enjoy this meal and still honor my 80% fullness cues still honor and respect my body I always wanted to be the woman who shows up and takes the best care of herself because to me that is fucking sexy when you see a woman or a man walking down the street beautiful women and beautiful men who are walking down the street and you're attracted to them because of the way that they're showing up and taking care of themselves (sighs) guys These were just a couple things that helped me implement on a daily basis and learn to be consistent and really overcome my relationship with food. I want that for you too. Okay, pretties, thank you so much for tuning into today. Today was quite vulnerable for me to share a piece into my relationship. It's not something that I typically go public with, but sharing this on the podcast, I feel safe with you guys. I've gotten a lot of feedback that my story is helping to change and impact your life in a positive way. And that is exactly why I am here. This is what I want to do. I want to inspire you to take the best care of yourself, to show up for yourself. I love it here. Thank you guys for allowing me the space to be vulnerable. If you desire to heal your relationship with food, I am offering a masterclass towards the end of January that I'll be announcing here very soon. I'm very excited because I've been getting a little cold feet when it comes to these masterclasses of going in and coming out. But this time I just feel so compelled to share my value of healing my relationship with food with you because you too can overcome your relationship to have a positive relationship with food. Okay. Anywho, pretty. That's all that I've got for you today. I am so excited because I am releasing an episode back to back. We're going to start 2024 strong tomorrow. You can tune in and I'm going to be telling you how you can start small setting your goals so that you can set yourself up for success 
in 2024 because listen pretties, this is the year that we take back our health. This is the year that we are going to reclaim our wellness and where we start to take the best care of our bodies. We're talking skincare, we're talking diet, we're talking nutrition, better than diet, I don't like the word diet, right? We're talking movement, we're talking getting our steps in, we're talking about strength training, we're talking everything that makes us pretty. (laughs) If you haven't already, find me at Coach Sammy Snow on Instagram for more binge-worthy content. And I love you pretties so much. Thank you again for an incredible 2023. And I'm so happy to go into 2024 with you.